Hey, hey guys, welcome to Meet the Shoe Podcast. I'm Shade. I'm Nina. So we're gonna go back into some shackle history and unleash it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> black woman welfare check, check in, women check in. Um, my check in today was a lot. It was emotional, a lot of roller coasters, but I got through it. I took a nap, a much needed nap. Me too. I think I'm a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's every time you go into the courtroom or the court service courtroom or anything like that, it's just a lot of different emotions coming back up, even right. from your past that you have not overcame or you you thought you really healed from. You know what I'm saying? But I had to do some court stuff and litigations, file suits and stuff like that. So, hey, it is what it is. And I had to stand strong and be in that room. Right. Um, yeah, because how well how how feed me today. With with not because you still have an ongoing case, so you can't really like, you know, go in too much. But with um with you being a black woman in the court system, um, even with um filing litigations with um hey Mayla, hey, um, with even with filing um, you know, with uh pr your previous uh situation. Mm-hmm. How were you treated, do you feel, when you went to court today? Probably, mm, it was just, I think, one was the, um, in a, well, as us, we're being, we were the um, plaintiffs uh -huh. in, in what's going on. Uh-huh. And it's involving the old business that we had to resolve. Right. I guess, you know, they just didn't really say nothing to us. They didn't acknowledge us because it's not a trial or anything like that. So we won't okay. know anything until later. Mm -hmm. But I think is trying to get the paperwork and do the things you need to do to uh, small claims court. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That little place, that court is, is in Mauer County. It's a small court, mm -hmm. you know, and system. And getting the paperwork was kind of difficult and long, long drawn out but we, right. we did get it done and filed okay. so now it's just you know waiting for them to send it back and serve the papers yeah so so when people need to know that when they're um when they try to go to small claims court it's a very long process <laughs> it can be if you uh you know you're filing if the, if the other court, person doesn't you know, agree or you know well we do an initial filing so okay. this is uh we're the plaintiffs in the case and we're going to file against the defendant so okay. You just got to know the uh, legal ways of trying to get that done, mm -hmm. and it, it, it's just uh, it's just time consuming. That's the thing; it's time consuming. So, so okay. do you suggest that a person hires their attorney to do all that, or do they no. need to do their own research? Mm -hmm. It's cheaper, you can, right? You can do your own research; it's cheaper, seventy-five dollars a file. Right. You, you just got to make sure you go step by step of what happened and how much the money the person owes you. Okay. That's it. Okay. Well, in heavier news, whoa, yes, black women on attack like constantly. We open up Facebook, open, walk in a store, you know, uh, like you went to court today, um, mm -hmm. everywhere. Attack, attack, attack is constant, right? Mm -hmm. So, this week was pretty heavy with the uh, um, DJ Academic, uh, and it has to be addressed. DJ Academic and Saucy Santana, these are entertainers, right? Mm -hmm. A podcaster, well, very well to do podcaster in his own right, right? Yes. Saucy Santana, 
very well-known, um, you know, uh, male slash female uh, entertainer that um, is really respected, right? Um, mm -hmm. um, he was defending his black <laughs> best friend, which yeah. happens to be another entertainer, Young Miami, right? Right. And so it's blown into where these supposedly straight men or real men are supposed to be um, the ones that are the, you know, supposed to be so high as a representation as a man. But he did something that a lot of you don't see a lot of black men doing these days when it comes to respecting first the black woman and then just standing up as just a human being and being a friend for a black woman, right? Right. Um, uh, Charleston White, DJ Academics, going at um, black Saucy women, mm -hmm. you know, black women as far as um, the levels of how we're supposed to be. He, uh, Charleston White constantly and DJ Academic on the same page where it comes to Oh, since they're rap about, you know, their private areas or rap about checking a man's pocket, then they shouldn't be respected mm -hmm. their holes and their bees and all of this because of the lyrics, you know, the content of their lyrics, right? Mm -hmm. So um DJ Academics kept attacking young Miami. And so Saucy Santana is her best male friend. So he defended her. He defended her so well as like a real brother and a real friend to the point where it has you questioning your mate. Like, if you don't come for me like that, mm -hmm. then I can't even represent you as being a friend. We we ain't even friends if right. you defend me like that. And I think that that's very important. These yeah. days, even not just black women, just whatever, a woman, period. Yeah. In the presence of a woman and you're not respecting her. I don't care. It's not about her. It's about your character, too. If she's out of line, she'll be checked, right? Mm -hmm. But the attack and the mimic of us is so tiresome. Like, every single thing in the world and of the world that's popping, it comes from a Black woman. Right. Period. Exactly. comes from a Black woman. And just even with Jeezy, right? He didn't disrespect black women, but he went straight to a black woman, Nia Long's um, podcast to discuss himself yeah. and his marriage, right? Mm -hmm. I feel that he sat down with Nia Long because she was disrespected publicly. With her husband. Yeah. With her husband cheating with a white woman, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. But you see how I'm saying, like, it's constantly you need us for everything and then you turn around and stamp on us stomp on us beat us kill us disrespect right. us but need us like it's it's, it's very very he, tiresome he knew he had to go to the roots and yeah <laughs> a, a black woman you know what I'm saying yeah. which he came from a black woman he could i'm quite sure he talked to his mother about or whatever was going on but to have me along to have a platform she's respected she's been never been in too much drama in the no. past you know what no. i'm saying she always represented um eloquence you know and very a, very a good nature woman mm -hmm. so he 
went to her, you know what I'm saying? And, and discussed his life being married and other things with her, you know what I'm saying? So that was the a perfect person podcast he could go on, you know. It, it was it was a um they made jokes about um him saying that um it's fascinating that you know people want to men want to cheat he feels that real men don't cheat that's what he said never cheated right mm-hmm. on his wife and it was disheartening that he had to separate and now you know in the process of getting a divorce from his wife because it just they don't agree right yeah and it's hard to agree when you have um you marry a mate that's not in the same culture same background as you you right. know that's even with if i was dating a white guy or an asian guy or something like that it's not going to be the same upbringing you your view is going to be different from each other especially on how to run a house right how to raise your children and stuff like that so i think that didn't just mesh with him you know what i'm saying so and he probably felt over how can i say overruled because the mother lived in the home as well so he got and the father too right yeah the father frequents and the brother yeah so you got her family there none of all her family none of his family so it's like he's being quadruple teamed against in his own house you know how he was describing it it was like there was no trust there was no trust let's uh all bombard this man and put all our culture and all Mm -hmm. our upbringing and all our closeness our unit in front of him so he can be controlled Mm -hmm. that's where he felt it sound like he felt being he was being controlled in his own home right Mm -hmm. and so when you're dealing with a in a relationship that's like a lot of people when their relationships they're like can't no family come live here right not for a long time my family can live here your family can't live here because Mm -hmm. there's too much judging it's too many people watching Mm -hmm. you know i have a close family member that 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 goes through that all of the family comes all of the family stays on her side right his side really doesn't stay but when it when he does Mm-hmm. Um, she's never in the way. Right. Right. But I have to constantly remind her that, you know, I would never want to be the one to come staying at her home because it's like she never gets a break, you know. That's right. She always has company there. Yeah, you know, always has that. somebody staying with her. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't say anything. But when you think about it, it's like her man doesn't say anything either because sometimes his family has to come stay too so right. I just, uh, you just um you know you 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 sit and you think about it that that's what a lot of unwealthy um, people go through as well yeah because the one that has the that's the ruler of the family everybody gravitates to yeah exactly everybody gravitates to and usually it's always the place where the black woman is at <laughs> yeah you don't go yeah. to the to the black man's house and try to stay or go live because it's going to be a little stern, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, it's going to be a lot lenient when it comes to being at the black the head of household black woman's house. Exactly. She's the one that's going to be providing the care, providing the counseling, mm-hmm. mental right. therapy, the food. You know, okay. it's a lot of things that as a black woman that 
we hold. And it seems like nowadays, every all the male, including the black men, they're they're going harder than some of the other cultures on black women, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like um that they don't realize how heavy it is for us, how mentally yeah. it's it just, draining and how mentally it tears us down. Yes, you know, it's, point out the it's very mentally and emotionally draining. It, yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so I'm hoping well, GZ, I guess they're done. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're done. They're totally done. Yeah. Um, they saying that um there's a also um a guy, his name is Tony the Closer. He is um like in the real estate. He's in a real estate game, pretty heavy teaching Fin uh, financial literacy. Financial mm-hmm. literacy, right? Mm-hmm. And he um does pretty well for the community as far as like outing people that are frauds, right? That's his Oh yeah. And like he explained, um, I seen him having a conversation before I get into the drama part. I'm going to say the good part. Right. About a black woman, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, he was on um, uh, a podcast with um, a, a lady, Trucking Guru. Okay. He has like, she talks about how many millions and how many millionaires she's made um, um, going through her program with dispatching and how to do trucks and do uh semis versus okay. um uh box trucks and you know she doesn't go against box trucks but her thing is semis right okay how she owns her trucks and um how she rents them you know the people and you know change oh, yeah. people's lives and people pay her for the information so right. there were people coming out this past week tagging her saying that um hey jeff, jeff. saying that um uh, that she she's from Dallas, right? Okay. She, so Dallas. she she runs the Southern District of, but mostly in Texas, right? Okay. She's her 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 company has generated over in the billions, right? Ooh. I don't know exactly what um products she produced, but she produced some kind of products or products that helps the trucking system, right? So that's okay. how she generated so much money. Okay. She talks about how um she made him she was in a relationship with somebody in the in the guy she loved the guy she's not with him anymore but she loved him for noticing how she generated um a million dollars her first million dollars she didn't even know she thought it was a mistake right walked up in a bank and thought it was a mistake so it's even you know i have to tip my head off to summer because he didn't even he wasn't even you know sweating her for no paper or nothing he was he helped her you know and then she walks into her first million and um she said she helped him you know right. she, she you know thanked him and everything but um so he was on a tony the closer was on a conversation with um the truck and guru okay and um he was you know saying that he couldn't really antagonize her because nobody sent him proof that she um fraud them but he does oh. Right. So I like the fact that he didn't attack her without receipts, without receipts. He would not do. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't go in on her. So not all, you know, black men are just attacking. Right. Men, right. But <laughs> he had another conversation within the week. Right. Uh-huh. With Tasha K. Right. I, oh don't my know, God. Um, I don't know if the interview was new uh-huh. or, or if it just resurfaced, but he was constantly saying 
black bitch, black bitch to oh. Tasha K because though, so it's kind of like double feelings with for him with with how you feel right. because he stepped for his woman. Now his woman to me, right or to you, yeah. looks of a of a mixture of black right. but something else. But she looks exactly. like she is mixed with black, right? Okay. Regardless of the fact, she got her own. Yes. Okay. So this to her, she has her own million dollar company that she sells boots and clothes. I just seen some raw stuff on her site. Her name is Nicole, right? This is okay. Tony the Closer's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. He checked Tasha K because Tasha K tried to talk slick about his woman. He said, Nicole has been nothing but nice to you. Like he attacked her. You oh, black wow. funky bitch. Ooh. Black bitch. He just kept saying black in front of. Now, you being a black man, you should watch your mouth with, yeah, with what, the word. how with you're. The word. I, I, I appreciate that you checked her because it was nonsense that she shouldn't attack your girl because she has something to say about you. Right. Tasha K was getting on Tony to close it, right? Mm -mm. About his how he outs people and the things that he does on his platform, right? Right, but you do All the same the, thing, ma'am. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he was expressing. So I kind of I, I kind of felt like, you know, he was supposed to check a yeah, woman about disrespecting his woman. He's supposed to. And you could yeah. tell the love he has for his girl. And he was saying he was passionate because. He said that Nicole was only nice to her and, right. and, and only respectful and said that she didn't want to be on Tasha K's platform. That's when Tasha K started attacking her because mm. of the negativity. She's only on Tony's platform because that's his woman, but it's not nothing negative. You don't right. see her going on his platform talking about um, people and the stuff that they got going okay. on. I mean, I haven't seen it. You know, she exactly. sticks to her lane fashion, right? Mm -hmm. So. He is um he was attacking her really Tasha K really bad with calling her black bitch, yeah, bitch, black this, this, and that. What you think? Like, well, she's been in a lot of Tasha K been in, in some more little drama. I see she was at a nightclub and she ended up getting into a fight with a guy. See, that's what I'm saying. Um she and I I think <laughs> and if I, and it and and I have to say it's so funny. I'm laughing because her husband, oh, he don't play that. Get your ass off the phone. Excuse me, audience. Get your ass off the phone. Shut up talking about, like, he checks her. Oh, okay. About discussing people's business and yeah. discussing people. He gets, he doesn't like the negative part yeah, he of does. her podcast. He does check her, right? Mm -hmm. So, so Tony the Closer invites the husband to a fight, right? <laughs> and he wanted to, and that's another thing I like that he did. He want to talk to the man. Okay. He wants to talk to the man because a man shouldn't be talking to a woman the way that he was talking. He obviously felt uncomfortable. So I don't know if he was doing a self-check when he invited the, yes. the man to his fist, right? Because um, he was telling her, like, you know, you're going to talk about my woman. I'm going to talk about your man, right? Okay. Yeah. And he talked about Tasha K. You know, she's ugly, this, this, and the third. And he said that she was begging Nicole for her clothes. Mm. Nicole didn't want to, I guess, didn't give them to her, didn't want to send them to her. She didn't want to be affiliated with 
the negativity of her podcast. So, right. I mean, you know, you 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 know that thing is my man, my man, my man, my man. You know, everybody's um, yeah. repeating that, yeah, right? Repeating that, yes. Yeah, repeating that. So it's like in that instance, um, you know, she, uh, Nicole is saying my man, my man, my man. Miami isn't young. Miami isn't saying my man, but she's saying my bro, my bro, my bro. Right. Uh, you know, this black man, you know, two different situations with Saucy yes. Santana and Tony the Closer, um, defending their woman, defending yeah, their woman. woman, right? Yes, yes. And that's the thing. It's so many men that aren't defending us. And it's it's really, really, really draining. Like, I'm tired of just opening up. It's, it makes you just, like, throw the phone. You look on your phone for millions of things, right? Yeah. They, you have to. And then to just constantly open it up, we're going to see something. Yeah, we're going to see something about a black woman. Yeah, something. Yeah. Just just yeah. women in general, just the disrespect. You see the yeah. men being praised more than the women. You know what I'm saying? And then you also, with having, I think that it was good for Saucy Santana to do what he did just mm -hmm. openly as a man, right? Right. Because you then have the women that are um the trans women that want to take away the label of a woman, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. They, they, that yeah. all of that is just yeah. a mess. Like just be who you are. Yeah. Just, just be, be who you are. are. So we're uh gonna trans go into this one story. Uh-huh. It was a guy. Well, he was um in prison. Mm -hmm. for uh, killing a woman before strangling and killing a woman. He sexual did assault. Sexual assault. He did yeah. so many years in prison. Right. But he was able to get out, what, I think he did 20? Yep. So mm -hmm. he was able to get out of prison, you know, did he serve his time, he was going right. to a halfway house. He's staying at a halfway house. Mm -hmm. And he was one of the ones that need medical attention, I'm assuming. Yeah, he had a medical condition, yeah. Yes. So this nurse and he also had an ankle monitor on so this yes. is this is the thing that the ankle monitor um we have to describe that the ankle monitor when it's a uh uh, uh what's a police officer a nurse um you know the when they go do these welfare checks to the people that have you know any mm -hmm. kind of sickness mental illness um when it comes mm -hmm. to pertaining to the county yes right um they they feel a little more secure when um the ankle, ankle monitor, monitor right or, or which the anchor yeah so the ankle monitor is meant to uh watch a movement of an incarcerated person watch their movement yeah. um uh, making sure they're in the right place at the right time every time they say it because they would ding right um, a gps tracker on their yes yeah. right so michael reese he's 38 years old uh -huh. and he um but since it's the first degree sexual uh, assault. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. He did all his time for that. And they said that was a heinous crime. And I don't see how they let him out. He should have been into like a... So he had to have been in jail committed. since he was like uh, 18 or something, right? Yeah, he's 38. He did 20 years. Yeah, he was 18, 17, 18 years old when he committed that crime. And it was very heinous from what I'm hearing and gruesome. And he did his time. Um, he, he was the type of 
inmate that should have been sent to the mental ward first before being released right and uh put into one of those transition out of the psychiatric or mental institution okay because all the stuff he went through and you know but i guess by him the, his last so many years he displayed change okay formation okay. you know what i'm saying in uh life mm-hmm. he was able to go to this particular halfway house and it's i think it was only house four four men in that place okay. and i think it was just two of them at the time mm-hmm. so the nurse goes over there and checks on him around 11 o'clock they haven't heard from her she was supposed to go she's that was only like a 11 minute 10 minute interview with him to check on him, blood pressure whoop, whoop, go write the write everything down and leave they did not hear from her her family is like that's not normal because she'll usually call us after every you know meeting she'll call or something and she'll check into the weather um, nurse's office her job and say okay i done left this place i'm going right right she had to check each mm-hmm. spot she goes to mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. two o'clock everybody's looking for her. right nowhere to be found they call the police the police goes to this the last place where her phone dinged at right phone was dinging the iphone was tracked at, at the house so she's tracked as well exactly. well her work phone her work phone is mm-hmm. tracked as well yeah yep. so the police go nobody answer the door nobody's there they and they leave they said and they go back and then they say they can't there nobody's at the house they don't see a car nothing like that okay foul play they go back two hours later around four o'clock okay they knock on the door um how did they find him he one of the other inmate one of the other uh, other uh inmates came in probably came from work right and when they searched they found her phone oh her keys oh and she was in the basement strangled oh. to death oh. That's what I'm saying. Just doing your job. Yeah, that's just doing just, your that's, job. That's just make me want to cry, right? You're do. I'm doing my job, mm-hmm. and you kill me. Yeah, just to, just for some crumbs and to satisfy uh whatever sick yeah uh sense that you are whatever you have. Like what is that? So they were what? under the assumption when they when they caught up with him, his ankle bracelet was cut off and okay. it was in the, in the in the room. Okay. Uh, when they did catch up with him, I think he he had some belongings of hers in his pocket, and now they're mm-hmm. assuming she was probably he was probably driving her car because they found the car mm-hmm. on the next on the block over. Okay, okay. It's so sad that you know she went to work mm-hmm. and doing her daily job and to not return, for, not to return for somebody every single day. We leave our homes every yeah. day, all and, of us. Your goal is to get home and get in a bed, your bed, your home. What triggered you to just hurt this woman like this? Yeah. Why? For life. You could have took the credit cards and stuff. You, you gonna go to jail. You would, and it's almost like mentally he couldn't function because you did, you weren't even, you were in a halfway house. You didn't even make it home. Right. Like you, you, it's so. I I wonder did he sexually assault her as well we wouldn't find this out till after autopsies and stuff like that right but he sexually assault her too and then killed her you know what i'm saying yeah it, it, that that's his mo sexual assault you know what i'm saying right. he's a big guy he's a big big man yeah i honestly i i mean i um when the women um that 
that should be um, a thing now of the world is that when people go to meet these people in these places, it should be um, male, male nurses. Yeah, I would think, yeah. Especially <laughs> little going to nurse, Little bitty nurse going to meet a big man. No. In the exactly. privacy of, of, you know, uh, you don't know him, stranger. Right. Um, and you have to check his blood pressure. That's pretty intimate, you know? And you got to yeah. touch his hand. You got to touch his chest. You got to rub. You know what I'm saying? There's and you know what? That's that's a lot of... That's you know, in the state of Minnesota, when you're in a halfway house, there's always a, a security or, or a security or somebody of the correctional facility with a gun in, in yeah. that place. So where was the house... What the housekeeper or the house head? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the ward the of, of the house. house. Right, right. Where were they at? I don't understand why he would be there unsupervised anyway, just for his crime. Exactly. So that's the thing. Um, hi Michelle, how you doing? Hi. That's the thing. I know we're there's not a lot of people working in the correctional facilities. Uh, we barely have nurses, yeah. but you still had to be fully staffed with. Uh, people of, of this nature, crimes, this commit sexual crimes at that extent. I mean, I'm quite sure. He, what first, second degree? They should. I would have never went. I would have read his records. I'm like, baby, I ain't going up in there. Right. I would have been nervous. Like, oh no, no sub boss. Go. Y'all better have somebody with me to go see this man. Right. Because it's yeah. dangerous. You don't know. You you don't know. Yeah. There's a um. You know, I've been debating with myself of wanting to do uh facility and have um you know people that are returning home from yes prison, and you, right? you want to help people like that it's, it's, it's hard it's, it's but it's hard when you yeah. don't know, know their mentality if they even fully trans changed their lives you know what i'm saying it's 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 but it's so rewarding when you do have people like that how do you attack the help though <laughs> I mean, she's there to check you. How do you attack the help? You're sick already, health-wise, right? She's there to uh, to to help you, and you kill her. Like it just doesn't make any. It don't make any the sense. The mentality of people nowadays is just really foul. That's a best you know to say. It's been foul. Yeah, we just seeing it more because of social media. We get news like that, and somebody piss on the corner we're gonna find out in the next 20 minutes you know what right. i'm saying that person pissed on the corner and we know how his booty look and all that you know right. what I'm saying? all type of pictures <laughs> and video and all that stuff girl yeah. bye. it's it's yeah but it's it's more and more more weird stuff going on yeah well thanks y'all that's all we got this week hey now nah, see y'all soon next <laughs> wednesday check out our